0: hey guys welcome back to broken journey the podcast i am your host elba rivera i probably shouldn't have to say that anymore right if you are here it's because you've heard some other episodes but if you haven't i am elba rivera (laughs) anyway guys Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you are having a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good evening. Whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast episode, I hope that you are having a good day. In this episode, I talk a little bit about burnout and my experience of being burnt out. So, sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Bye. Hey guys, today I wanted to talk a little bit about burnout. What is burnout and what you can do to come back from being burnt out, right? I also wanted to talk a little bit about my experience of my burnout in 2020. And as we all know, 2020 was the pandemic and it has trickled down into 2021 and it's probably going to keep trickling down to 2022 and hopefully, you know, we can get back to some kind of normalcy um but in the meantime, you know, all the changes that have occurred in our lives because of this pandemic, it's really um hard to not get burnt out, right? And I'm going to ask you to forgive me because my allergies are off the hook and I am experiencing a little sniffling and my throat is, you know, kind of itchy a little bit and my allergy medicine is not helping. So my allergies are like, hey girl, hey, I want to come and hang out with you. And I'm like, no, I don't want you. But in the meantime, (laughs) forgive me for clearing my throat or you hear a little sniffling here and there. Um, anyway, so to get started, I wanted to give the definition of what is a burnout, and then I'm gonna give examples of burnout, like physical signs, emotional signs, and behavioral signs, right? Then, after that, I'll talk to you a little bit about my experience of burnout and you know some of the things that I've done to kind of get myself out of it, right. And things that you can do to get yourself out of, you know, burnout. So, burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. As the stress continues... You begin to lose the interest and motivation that led you to take on certain roles in the first place. So these negative effects of burnout spill over into your everyday life, including your home, your work, and your social life, right? So physical signs and symptoms of a burnout. You're feeling tired and drained most of the time. You have lowered immunity and frequent illnesses, frequent headaches or muscle pain, change in appetite or your sleep habits. Here are some emotional signs and symptoms of burnout. Sense of failure and self-doubt. Feeling helpless, trapped and defeated. Detachment, feeling alone in the world loss of motivation, increasingly negative outlook, decreased satisfaction and sense of accomplishment. And then here are some behavioral signs and symptoms of burnout. Withdrawing from responsibilities, isolating yourself from others, procrastinating, taking longer to get things done, using food, drug, or alcohol to cope with the stresses, taking out your frustration on others, skipping work, or coming in late and leaving early. Those are some of the behavioral signs, right? And then, you know, some people think, oh, I'm just stressed, right? And you don't realize that you're at the point of burnout. So here's the difference between the two. So, a list that I'm going to put here is all for stress only. So, characterized by over engagement, emotional or overreactive, produces urgency and hyperactivity, loss of energy, leads to anxiety disorder, primary damage is physical. And it may prematurely kill you as well. You can probably get a heart attack from the stresses, right? So those are some of the signs that you want to look at. And then the next couple of things that I'm going to mention is burnout. So characterized by disengagement, emotions are blunt, like very blunt. You just like, Say whatever the heck you want to say, and it is what it is, right? Uh, Produces helplessness, loss of emotional ideas and hope, motivation, loss of motivation as well, leads to detachment and depression, primary damage is emotional, may make life seem not worth living. So that's when you're like to the max of your stresses, right? And you always want to be careful and kind of look at those things. And maybe it may not be you that is experienced that burnout, but someone that you know or someone that you love, that you see them at these certain points. So you want to pay attention to some of those things when you are around people who are overworked or... You know, experiencing, you know, too much workflow. And, you know, with this pandemic, again, you know, there's a lot of restructuring in companies because either they had to lay off people, they had to put people on furlough, um, and, you know, the business is is going slow. So, obviously, they're going to have to let go of people in order for them to survive and so when that happens you know it takes over the people who stay behind right they get the brunt of the rest of the work right Uh, obviously the people who are laid off you know they have their issues with finances and things like that then the people who stay behind they don't have too many issues with the finances but they're being overworked. And this was my experience. So just to give you a little bit of a detail of what happened to me, I work in a fast food chain in corporate America in their corporate office, right? And there were only three people in our department, which was the manager, myself, and another coworker. And so my manager was let go. And then a few weeks later, my coworker was let go. And I was the only person in my department. Now, you might say, okay, well, at least you still have your job, right? Yes. In some aspect, yes, I'm grateful that I still have my job and I'm still working here, right? Um, However, that put more pressure on me because now I was my supervisor's backup I now took over 90 percent of her job and then when they let go of the other person in my department I took on her full-time job so one person is doing the job of three people and granted you know the controller uh took on some of that responsibility, but not too much. So another thing that I want to mention is that us three were the only ones that knew how to do our job. And I was not cross-trained on my coworker's job. I knew a certain amount of things because I would ask her. However, I didn't know everything about her job. And so what happened was I had to train myself because one, there was no policies and procedures and there still, there still isn't any policies and procedures here. (laughs) So I had to train myself on how to reconcile things that I didn't know how to do. I had to train myself on how to figure out how to refund guests, right? Because I did have, again, some, a slight experience and like a one day quick training on it. And I had to figure out the rest. So this happened in mid 2019 when things started to kind of go down a little bit. Then in November of 2019, the company had a computer hack where they hacked the network and everything like that. There was a malware, whatever, which caused a few of the softwares that I use to be um, corrupted. So what happened? All the setup and everything that was done on this system, I didn't know how to get it back up and running. And the person who, the only person that knew was no longer with the company. And so for about four months, I was unable to do one portion of that job and Again, I'm working for a fast food company. So this company is, you know, in the treasury department, you're basically reconciling on a daily basis, the funding that is coming in to the company's accounts, right? And so with that being said, in 2020, I, we didn't have any, actually for 2019, November, December, January, February. Four months without being able to reconcile one portion, which is the credit card side, I wasn't able to reconcile anything for four months. And we work on a fiscal calendar where every four weeks we're closing the books to be able to see what it's you know, what funding has come in for the period and blah blah blah. Um. I won't go and I won't spare you the details because it gets a little complicated. However, you know, I was the only person reconciling cash, reconciling credit cards, refunding guests, compl- you know, for guest complaints and things like that, doing so many other things that takes for three people to do, Right. And, you know, I was at a point where I was like, okay, I'm having to train myself on how to reconcile the credit cards, how to issue guest refunds, how to, you know, check to see what these things are going to be for the month, the numbers, the sales, how do I verify the sales? How do I verify certain other things that are needed for the accounting department? And again, I had to self-train myself on these things, right? Then finally, after four months, we were able to connect with the banking softwares. We were able to upload, you know, the things that is necessary for the banks, you know, our bank files and things like that. But I still had to reconcile Four months worth of credit cards, and on top of that, do my day to day and stay within the time frame, right? Of our fiscal calendar year, which was every four weeks. We're closing the books, we're, you know, letting, you know, the accounting department know what cash was for the month or whatever the case may be. It's kind of like you using your checkbook, your check register. I don't know how many people still do use it, but (laughs) I still do. It's kind of like you're doing transactions into your account. You know, you're using your debit card and swiping your card and swiping your card and doing all these transactions, but you're not balancing your checkbook. That's exactly what happened for four months in this company. And when everything went back up, It was like, how the heck do I get all this done? How do I reconcile this cash to make sure that everything that we've been missing for these four months equal to what we have in our system? Well, let me tell you something. It was not an easy task. And being the only one working in my department made for me to have to work overtime and the pandemic hit, right? And we were working from home. But even when we were working from home and before we were working from home, I was working late hours. I would go into the office on a day-to-day basis, leave at 5 30, come home. I would get right back on my laptop and work a couple of more hours. And, you know, I was trying to play catch up. And in that, I was losing myself because for a year, I was working 15 to 15 to 16 hours a day. Now talk about burnout. You're getting up and I mean, and then, you know, you're getting up in the morning, right? Going and doing your work, going to bed. And then obviously you're in a pandemic, you can't go outside just, you know, to kind of relieve yourself except for walking or whatever. But it was to the point where I was exhausted. I was so exhausted that I, those symptoms there of, you know, being blunt about certain things, you know, losing motivation, losing ideas, losing stress, like my sleep pattern, even when I, I already have like issues with sleeping because my mind is always running like, you know, what do I have to do tomorrow? What do I have to do for this day? Oh, I forgot that I needed to do certain things. Why that happens? I have no idea. Maybe I should pick up meditation. Um, however, I do have a problem with just sitting there and not doing anything, (laughs) right? (laughs) Which is another problem. But anyway, you know, you you don't realize that you know some of these symptoms are considered burnout. I mean, I was at a point where there were days that I would just cry while I was working. And I'm like, okay, it's gonna be okay. It's you know, I'm talking to myself and saying to myself, you know what, Elva, it's gonna be okay. Be grateful that you're still working during this pandemic. Be grateful that. You have a job. Be grateful that you're able to pay your bills and things like that. That's all fine and good. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, looking at certain things and saying, okay, you know, you got to be grateful for some of these things, right? Because there were so many people last year who were laid off. Even people in my job, they were on furlough for about a month or two months or whatever. And some people would just let go, period. And so, you know, I'm grateful that I still had the job, but I was at a point where I was so burnt out that I couldn't even think. Right. I was so exhausted. My brain was so exhausted. It it was like, what do I do now? Right. And so what I decided to do was i spoke to my boss about it and he was like i know you know is there anything else that we can take away from you no one knew my job and no one to this day still no one knows my job right i have um all this responsibility they did take away some treasury uh related things that could go to accounting like the cash flow right? Um, I used to update cash flow every day. Now that was taken away and it was given to the people in accounting, which I'm grateful for. But, you know, sometimes you don't realize that you're at that point of burnout and you just think I'm just stressed, right? But what I decided to do was speak to my boss. I spoke to him, I told him how I was feeling, I told him that, you know, they need to get somebody to assist, even if it was a person who was working part-time, you know, and he said, yeah, no problem, blah, 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 you know, but they were still with their budget and, you know, things didn't look like they were going to be able to hire, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay. What I did was I went to HR. I was one day and I I could remember this very clearly one day I was so stressed out because every four weeks we have a deadline where I have to review all the sales I have to review all the cash I have to review all the credit cards and you know deadlines are deadlines and it is what it is right um but it was so much for one person to do that I would not meet my deadline. And so as a person who is very much on point with her stuff and things that I do, I I felt like I was failing because I could not meet that deadline. And obviously... You know, my brain was not thinking about this, but girl, you're working for like two and a half people, right? And rather you're doing the job of two and a half people. And you're not going to be able to do everything all in a timely fashion, so you know, you have to think about those things. And I wasn't thinking about that. All I was thinking was like, "Oh my god, this is driving me crazy. I can't believe I didn't make the deadline again. The pressure, the this, the that, And I, it was one day that I was just crying, like I'm so freaking over this crap. I am over stressing myself out. I am over this damn work. I can never get it done completely. Blah 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 blah. And I went to HR. I'm working all these extra hours. I, you know. I was practically doing a 40-hour work week every two weeks, right? So instead of me doing 80 hours, I was doing 120 hours. So, you know, I had to really sit down and think about these things. So I went to HR, I spoke to HR, and I told them, listen, I said, you guys need to get somebody here to assist me. Or I'm leaving. I said, this is this is way too much work for one person. I said, and unfortunately, there isn't anybody else around that can help me. I said, and I need you guys to do something about it because I am burnt out. And, you know, it took them a little while to do it. You know, it took them, I think, uh, four or five months. I think it was like three or four months, I would say. But they eventually got someone to come and assist me. She's not my full backup. However, she is there to take on certain things. And I am grateful that she is able to be there for me when I need her. So I train her on certain things for her to assist me, right? And it has been a world of a difference. I mean, that year I went away for one day. I had a I took a long weekend in 2020, July of 2020. And when I got back, it was just so crazy how much work for one day that was not done. And so, you know, with this person being available, I was able to take some time, some downtime off. You know, I was able to you know, take a full week and not worry. I knew that there was gonna be some work that my coworker wasn't able to do and I will have to do it when I get back. But I was able to have some kind of ease where I say, okay, the day-to-day stuff is gonna be done. The other things that she couldn't do or she didn't have access to because they didn't they didn't give her access. I can do when I get back. And I learned to do my work-life balance, right? Because it's hard to do that when you have, you are the sole person at a, at a position and knowing that there's a lot of work, right, that needs to be accomplished. But sometimes you just have to speak up. You have to talk because they will keep mounting things on you and they will keep putting more work on you if you do not learn how to say no. You have to learn how to say no. You know what? I'm sorry. I have enough on my plate and I cannot take on any more responsibilities and it is what it is, right? So. That was my experience. That was some of the things that I went through in 2020. And, um, you know, again, with the pandemic and everything like that, it was very hard to even like be home. Even though, you know, I was working, I have never worked from home my entire life working in corporate America. And I've been in corporate America 30 plus years. And Being home, that was another thing. That mental being home all day, not going out and things like that, that was a whole different scenario. Maybe I'll talk about that in another episode. But you know, you have to learn to adjust to certain things and you also have to speak up for yourself. And even if they don't like it, you know, I told my boss, I said, Listen, I said, You know what? I'm sorry, but this is not this is not going to happen today. The deadline is this day and it's not going to happen. And, you know, he didn't know what to say to me. And I was like, it is what it is. I said, you know, you guys are pressuring me to do this. It's not going to happen. I only have, but so many hours a day to get this done. And it is what it is. Tomorrow is another day. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Sometimes because of the person that I am, the, the, the my work ethic. I would come in on a Saturday early in the morning and, you know, turn on my laptop and do some work at least for half a day. Did I want to do that? No. Did I feel better about doing it? Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, it's not what you should do. It's not what you have to do. You know, of course you know, this is your paycheck and you get worried because, you know, you got to pay your bills and things like that. But when it gets to the point where you're so burnt out, then it's time for you to move on. It's time for you to change your position. It's time for you to change your job and do something about it. Right? So with that being said, that was my experience of burnout. And then, um, you know, sometimes you don't know how to identify, you know, being burnt out and you don't know whether it's coming from home or it's coming from your job. You know, sometimes it's it's an entanglement between the two, right? Where you have both, uh, job and home. So, if you can identify that, that'll be your number one thing to do. Identify whether it's fully your job or if it's your your home life, right? And when it's your job, it's like you know, no work life balance. You're overworked. Um, your schedule is too crazy, right? And if it's your home life where, you know, it's a rigorous academic schedule, you know, for people who don't have children, you know, maybe you're working, you're going to school and, you know, you have two jobs or something like that, you know, or caring for an ill family member, that can also pull a lot of, you know, stress and get you burnt out as well, right? Um depending on the illness and you know, if you're able to get a break or if you're not able to get a break, you know, those are, those are some other things that you need to look at. It's not always work, right? It can be your home, uh, life. So what are things that you can do after you have identified, uh, your burnout and where it's coming from and what's causing your burnout, right? Um, you want to set boundaries. You want to make sure that you set boundaries. And this is some of the things that I've done. You know, I kind of started putting a list of five things that I need to urgently get done for that day. And everything else would have to wait. Um, so prioritizing, right? Uh, prioritizing your day, um, whether it be. At home or work. Um, delegating. If you are with someone like you know, my boyfriend, I, I said, Listen, I have to work late. You know, can you cook? And he's like, Yeah, you know, what, what, what can I cook? What can I make? Or whatever, whatever. You know, what what do you feel like eating? Or he'll say, Hey, you know, I know you're working late or whatever. Um, this is what I'm gonna make for dinner, and I'm like, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to be picky. You're cooking. (laughs) And then, um, you know, leaving work at work. If you have a stressful day, right, check it at the door. Right before you leave, check it out. That's it. Whatever happened at work happened at work and that's it. Let it go. If it's a home life, before you go into work, right? For those of you who are outside working, check it at the door. Don't bring your personal uh, stresses into the job, right? Um I know I've had a situation where, you know, I'm feeling a little ticked off, you know, from something that happened personally and I go into work and then, you know, you have the stresses of work and you kind of feel a little triggered by that as well. So, kind of think about those things and make sure you check those things at the door wherever it may be. If it's at work, leave it there at work. If it's at home, leave it at the front door before you go into work. If you have little ones, you know, it can it can be stressful when you have little ones at home, you're trying to work, you know, you're unfortunately we're at a stage in our lives where it's hard to have a one income family, right? Because God forbid something happens to that person who has that one income, then you guys are stuck like Chuck, right? So those are another things that you need to look at. Um you know having that two family income where both parents have to work right where you you're having to Take care of your children, right? Um, Homework, you know, sports, a whole bunch of different things that come into play when you are a parent. Or if you are a couple, you don't have children, but one is going to school and working. That's also, you know, a very rigorous schedule. And those are other things that you need to look at. So, I hope that this is uh, very helpful to you. You know, I know that having to sit back and look into the box and see what your life is like and the things that you are experiencing in life and kind of, you know, give yourself an eye opener about certain things that you are experiencing is something that sometimes you have to sit back and write about it. Like, you know, what's bothering you? What's causing you to have, you know, that overflow of work? Are you not saying no, you know, you, you have too much on your plate, you know, we have to figure out something else, or you guys are going to have to hire somebody because there's, but so much time in my schedule. Right. And, you know, just kind of work things out, or, you know, if you see yourself, with your children, like, and I keep referring to children because I'm kind of thinking of myself, like, you know, when my kids were younger and things like that, um, you know, sports and things like that, you know, don't, don't overwhelm yourself putting your children into five different sports because you want to make sure that they stay busy. Cause remember at the end of the day, you're the one that has to take them to those sports. So if you have one child going to one sport area over here, another one going to the other one, another one going to the other side of town, that's stressful, right? Try to see if maybe you can put them in the same area, and even if it's different sports, but that they're in the same area, right? Or um, you know when one person is off season, the other one is on season, right? So that you're not, you guys are not going too crazy when it comes to taking the children to sports events and things like that. So anyway, those are some of the things that, you know, I'm just thinking at the top of my head. And I just want to do some final notes. And that is pay attention to your needs. Make time to get a good night's sleep. I know sometimes it can be hard, especially like for me, I find myself, um, you know, just thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow, what I got to do tomorrow, what's this, what's this, what's for the week. And sometimes I just say, stop, I'm not thinking about anything. I am relaxing and I am going to sleep. And so I'll repeat that to myself so that my mind is not thinking about other things. Right. Right um, treat, uh, try to get some physical activities done daily, right? Take a 15 minute walk, take a 20 minute walk, maybe do, um, like a 15 minute exercise that's, you know, going to relieve stress for people like me, who I'm sitting down most of the day. Um, or for a person who's like on their feet, you know, sit down for like, 15 minutes, right? Instead of doing physical activities, right? Uh, try meditation or yoga. Uh, again, my mind is always running at 150 miles an hour. It's hard for me to sit down and try and meditate. So I'm working on it and I'm gonna try <laughs> to meditate a little bit more. But again, my mind just keeps going. I actually had a massage on... Uh, Friday, I think it was, or Thursday. And when I had the massage done, I was trying to relax. But of course, I was thinking, okay, I got to get this done, get this done, get this done. Girl, you're having a massage. You should not be thinking about anything (laughs) but relaxing during that massage. But anyway, again, uh, it takes work, right? It doesn't happen overnight. Um... Okay, so another thing, remember to do what makes you happy. Spend time with your loved ones. You know, schedule a long walk with a friend, you know. Um, Do things that make you happy. You know, work on your favorite hobby. You know, if your hobby is, you know, crocheting, if your hobby is going for a bike ride, if your hobby is, you know, building things... whole bunch of different things that make you happy, go and do it. Take that time to do that, right? Go and have lunch with a friend, you know, a long lunch, you know, maybe on a Saturday because obviously, you know, when you're working, you're you're limited on your lunch break. But go and do that, right? Um, Take some time to go and maybe... Walk somewhere where, you know, the view is beautiful and, you know, just take a little walk. I know for some people up north, it's cold, you know, here in down south, we we still have nice warm weather. Um, you know, take some time to just walk around the block two or three times, you know, listen to some music and don't put your both your earplugs in because obviously you want to be aware of your surroundings, but, you know, put one earplug in or just put your phone on speaker and take a little walk, right? Um, and if things get to the point where, you know, you're feeling helpless, you know, you have a persistent low mood or you're experiencing thoughts of hurting yourself or, you know, suicide, talk to a therapist. Again, I, I cannot stress this any more than, I can't stress it anymore. If you are a point at a point where you need therapy, don't feel like you are going crazy. Don't feel like you know something is wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with going to therapy. Nothing at all. Um, anyway, guys, I want to wrap this up. Again, if you are feeling burnout, you know, sit back and figure out ways that you can get out of it right and if you need help go and get the therapy that you need if you need a friend sometimes you know what if you sit down with a friend that person is outside of your box and they can probably see things that you are not seeing and they can probably give you some advice right And again, you don't want to go to just anybody. You want to go to someone who you can confide in and you can discuss, you know, this situation. A real good homie, right? (laughs) Anyway, guys, I want to say thank you so much for joining me today. I want to say thank you for supporting me. Thank you uh, for everything. And if you feel that this is something that might help somebody, please share it with them. Again, you know, podcasting is not like traditional radio and social media. Um, It's not through algorithm, right? This is something that is shared between friends and things like that. So it would mean the world to me if you share this with somebody And uh, again, thank you so much. Bye.